Welcome to the Seacoast Vineyard Church podcast. We are a vineyard church located in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and we invite you to enjoy this message from God's Word. We're closing out our series tonight. Uh, If this was Sunday morning, we would be doing this. We've been five weeks in a series that we've called Songs We Sing, the Christmas edition. So we've looked at uh, four other hymns, Christmas hymns, over the last month. And tonight, we're going to look at the one we just sang, Joy to the World. Uh, Isaac Watts wrote this uh, song who happened to write over 750 different hymns and songs. He lived back in the 1670, 74 to 1740s, 48 or so. Uh, He wrote... A song that probably you have sung before called When I Survey the Wondrous Cross or Chris Tomlin's version. And, uh, but Isaac wrote it originally. And uh, so, it, you know, he was quite a prolific writer. Isaac didn't come from a family that, uh, that had it all, you know, wasn't always cheery and rosy and wonderful for him. Uh, one of his parents was a disenchanted deacon. <laughs> And the other was the daughter of Huguenots. Uh, And so they were persecuted. This couple were persecuted for about 14 years. And it was a part of Isaac's life. And so Isaac didn't grow up in what you would call the best of situations. Plus he was very sick during his childhood. And actually he never grew past a little, right around five feet tall. Uh, But what... He lacked in health in many ways. He more than made up for in strength of spirit and his love for God. When he was 15, he came out of a church service and uh, he walked over to one of the deacons and he, he asked this question. He said, why are our songs so atrocious? <laughs> 15 years of age. And the deacon looked back at him and said, well, young man, why don't you see if you can do better? Well, Isaac, the 15-year-old writer, went back home that night and he penned these words. Behold the glories of the Lamb amidst his Father's throne. Prepare new honors for his name and songs before unknown. (laughs) 15 years of age, started writing, started uh, celebrating Christ in the church. Joy to the World was not written as a Christmas song. Do you find that? strange that's all I've ever known it as and uh, it is a great Christmas song but Isaac wrote it in celebration of the second coming of Christ Uh, so when you sing it you can you can get this not yet this already of the joy that Christ has come but also that he is coming again and and we don't know when the song transitioned into a Christmas song but it's a great Christmas song Uh, but again Isaac had his Face and his eyes toward that time when Christ would return as well. He based his song out of Psalm 98 verses 4 through 9. And we read, Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Burst forth, burst into jubilant songs with music. Make music to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the sound of singing. With trumpets and the blast of the ram's horn. Shout for joy before the Lord the King. Let the sea resound and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing together for joy. Let them sing before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. 
He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples with equity. A lot of joy and a lot of celebration. It involves all of creation and everyone as God comes as king, as he comes as savior, as he comes as a righteous and a fair and just judge eventually. These were the words and this was what inspired Isaac to write this song. Again, some of the things that, that really caused me to, to slow down. You ever had a moment where you slow down and you begin to actually try to comprehend what is being said through a song or a scripture or in your life? And in this moment, it reminds me that Isaac, not having been raised in the best of situations, is like so many of us, though he wrote the song Joy to the World, there wasn't what you would say joy always in life for him sick raised in a family that was persecuted yet he writes this beautiful song joy to the world the Lord has come we can take great comfort in that and the fact that God has come Emmanuel God is with us we also can take great comfort in the fact that one day as Isaac sang in his song and as Revelations 22, Revelation 21, 4 says, He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. Scripture says, I think in 1 Thessalonians four thirteen, somewhere around there, that we are not to mourn as those who have no hope. It, it doesn't say we aren't to mourn. It says you mourn. As I'm sure Isaac did. And then maybe you are right now. I have a lot of friends mourning right now. A lot of loss going on. But in Christ, because of Jesus coming, as Paul told us in First Thessalonians, we can mourn, but we don't mourn as those who don't have hope. We have hope. So I would encourage you in this time this season of Christmas it's okay it's alright because Isaac wrote these words in the midst of, of this kind of life and yet he saw joy to the world he saw hope and one day all of hope will be brought to bear in that one glorious moment when he returns and now until that time we pray thy kingdom come thy will be done on the earth as it is in heaven now we can take great comfort in that. Thanks for listening to the Seacoast Vineyard Podcast. You can learn more about us and access a video archive of our messages by visiting seacoastvineyard.com. If you feel led to support us financially through a one-time or recurring gift, please click on the Give tab at our website or download the PushPay app on your smartphone and search for Seacoast Vineyard Church.